Coming to you live from the 93 the Ticket Studio in the heart of Lincoln, America. And online, TicketFM.com. This is the Junior Achievement Hour. All right. Welcome to it. A fantastic Thursday night programming here at 93.7 The Ticket. We've been doing the Junior Achievement Hour for about a month now, a little bit over. Had a lot of great guests in and talking before the show with our two guests tonight. I'm sure you're going to love them just as much as you have everyone else. Norman piloting the ship here for the next hour or so. Uh, 402-464-5685 if you have any comments or questions for our guests. Chime in on stream as well. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Let's introduce our guest, starting with the man to my right across the table. Randy, how are you? Introduce yourself to the people, please. Well, I'm Randy Bretz, and I've lived in Lincoln for 40, what did I say, 44 years, uh, and uh, moved here from Indiana. I've been on the JA board for 15 years, something like that, and uh, got three sons, 15 grandkids, Woo! and seven great grandkids but don't ask me to tell you their names because i can't remember all of them well you just said i can't ask you now i have to ask you can i ask you who's <laughs> well, your favorite see. or is that even worse uh, <laughs> no i won't even say that <laughs> uh well let's see there's hazel in there because she lives here in town and uh oh gosh i got a new one and what is her name oh louise is her middle name <laughs> i can't think of her first name and i got peter and isaac up in in uh, minnesota and oh gosh this is embarrassing i wrote everything else down look at all this paper <laughs> i have but i didn't write my great grandkids names down i have three three grandsons down in texas great grandsons very cool so i could probably name all my grand grandkids but you don't want me to do that that's all right well we'll get to shout outs that, that's <laughs> perfect and then on the left here we have jade jade how are you introduce yourself to the people Hi, everybody. My name is Jade, and I have lived in Nebraska for 25 years. Oh, and okay. I have been volunteering for Junior Achievement for about two years now, and it's just been fun every single time. That's awesome. Well, we'll get to the Junior Achievement stuff in a second, because that's what we're here for, obviously, the Junior Achievement show. But it's just kind of a more holistic look at you guys. Jade, where did you go to college? How did you get to, to Union Bank? I went to college at SCC and then I transferred to UNL and I was a business major. So I would just apply to be a teller and then that teller position led to me being at Union Bank in the mortgage department. And it's just been such a rewarding experience working for that company. They're really involved with the community, which is why I'm here today to talk about JA. They're one of our stellar companies. Stellar? Yes. Oh, oh yes. Let, me, let me dig in here. So, they, oh, number one, 44 classrooms, 21 volunteers. Did you know all of that? I did know all that. Yes. Okay. I'm yes. sorry. I'm taking your. Taking <laughs> no, your, you're fine. Your no, you're fine. Union Bank, they, we did teach the most classrooms out of yeah. any company yeah. that volunteers in Lincoln for junior achievement. So I'm really, really proud of that. Good for Union Bank. That's incredible. We'll hit on that again in a minute. So I'll get into how you got into JA and I'm assuming it's a company-wide thing if you're teaching, you know, 44 classes of 21 yes. people. But Randy, you said you've lived in Nebraska for 44 years. Where, where were you before that and how'd you end up in Nebraska? Well, I moved here from Indiana uh, to work at the University of Nebraska. And I worked there a couple of different times doing different things. And then uh, some friends of mine started a company called Fax Management, F-A-C-T-S. Hmm. Stood for Fast automatic cash transfer service and we process tuition for schools and then Nelnet bought us so i worked for union banks uh owner's brother yes. uh 
Well, and I guess Jay's still there, Grandpa Jay at Union Bank. Yes, he's still involved. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I worked for Mike Dunlap and and at Nelnet. I retired from Nelnet eleven years ago. Mm. So that's Very my nice. story, and I'm sticking to it. You better. It's yours. It's <laughs> nobody else's. Let's start with how did you, Randy, get involved with, with Junior Team? How did you first find out about it? What, what got you in the door there? I got a call from uh, a guy that I worked with at Nelnet, and he said, Randy, I'm traveling so much, I just can't fulfill my obligation on the Junior Achievement Board. I had heard of Junior Achievement, but I didn't really know much about it. And I said, well, Scott, I can do that. So I somehow or another, he sent my name in or something, and I showed up for a meeting. And uh, that's when I, you know, gosh, that was 15 or so years ago. And I just really believe in the mission. And the longer that I was there in those early, early uh, days uh, or months, I thought this is an incredible program, and so that's why I stuck with it even in retirement. Was it a, a company wide kind of push at Nelnet to get you out in volunteering? Yeah. Was it was there a lot of J uh, you know volunteering going on at Nelnet? Was that something a lot of people in the company were doing? We adopted Everett Elementary School, okay. and I think Elliot. And uh, to do JA and yeah, Nelnet, uh, like Union Bank, they really encourage people to uh, get involved in the community. And uh, so uh, I, I joined the board and then we had a company coordinator that would recruit volunteers. We used to take over an entire bowling alley on the, during the, the uh, JA Bowlathon. Hmm. Uh, Nelnet, I don't know if they still do, but we had an entire bowling alley of people and each person got a pledge of at least $50. And I don't know how much money we raised, but uh, anyway, it was something that from the very top, but Mike Dunlap and Jeff Nordhook and all the way through uh, Terry Hymas, all the way through people said, let's do this. And so it was why I got involved. Jade, we heard the numbers, 44, you know, classes being taught by 21 different people. How did you get to be one of those 21? Well, I was encouraged to sign up for JA classes because there is a shortage for classrooms. So I do encourage everybody to volunteer, just sign up. It's such a rewarding experience. But I was encouraged by somebody who did teach JA. They said, hey, these classrooms need filled. If you're interested, you know, contact our JA coordinator. And I did. And I taught my first class. And I remember walking out that first day and just loving it so much. So I got back to my desk and I signed up for a few more classes and that was about two years ago. And I'm just not going to quit. Good. Good mm -hmm. for you. you. You mentioned 44 classes. I forget how many students uh, Union Bank has touched, but 15,000 is the number that uh, Junior Achievement reached last year Wow! from, uh, you know, all of the companies in town, all of the volunteers reached 15,000 students. And mm -hmm. so that's a, significant impact in the, within that's not just in Lincoln that's in Grand Island and Kearney and and mm -hmm. across southern Nebraska. Jay, did you have JA growing up? I did not do JA growing up. No, for some reason I never had the opportunity. I wish that I would have because I do talk to my friends who did do JA. They had them when they were in little and elementary school and they still remember it to this day. So I think it does really impact the kids more than I think um, some volunteers may realize that, hey, these kids are going to remember it into their adult life, which is the mission of mm -hmm. junior achievement too, just to set kids mm -hmm. up for success, you know, financially, um, economy, like just have them thinking about their career from a young age. 
there's there's something else that I've uh, I've heard, and I didn't bring any information to quote about it. But when uh, you know, somebody other than the teacher, an adult other than the teacher, is in the classroom, it's positive for the kids. Yes. And so that's why another good reason why junior achievement is a great thing to do, because you're you're just touching those kids and you're setting a an example for them. That's awesome. You've been doing JA stuff for 15 years. Mm -hmm. How did you feel the first time, you know, when you filled in for Scott? And how do you feel about doing it now? Is it feeling the same? Is it different? Well, I started off on the board. And so, you know, mm -hmm. you, you just go to meetings. But the first time I, I went to a class, I think it was sixth grade. And I'm still doing that same uh, Julie Wisdom at Cathedral. Mm -hmm. And she keeps inviting me back. And, uh, it was it was cool, uh, you know, to go in there in the sixth grade and talk to those kids about, uh, you know, uh, an aspect of life that's in the curriculum, and uh, it just made me feel good when it was all when it was all said and done. Would you have chosen sixth grade? Is that oh, to you? I don't know. I I don't think so. I think I think junior high kids are squirrely, <laughs> and but but. Um, you know, this is a cathedral. Julie is a really good teacher and they're a lot more under control. But I used to live right behind Rousseau Elementary here in Lincoln. And I'd watch the kids go home and they're just sweet up until about the fifth grade. And then they get into sixth grade and I don't know what happens to them. You were a brave man for teaching middle school <laughs> junior achievement. <laughs> well, I also teach. I think my favorite is second grade. I've taught second grade quite a few times and first grade and I've taught high school. I've kind of done it all. But. That's awesome. So he's been doing it for 15 years, Jade. You've been doing it for a couple. What age level are you teaching? Just elementary. So I've taught kindergarten, second grade, and fifth grade. And they're just all at different levels. Just so much fun to work with. I do want to say that fifth grade is my favorite just because I feel that they're more engaged. Mm -hmm. And then they're getting ready to go to middle school. So they really retain the information more than kindergartners because kindergartners are so cute, but they're so excited to see you. And then you get off topic and then you're just like, okay, we have to get back to the lesson. And, but it's, well, they're it's all awful. over the room. They yeah, are. They're so yeah. excited to see you and they can't sit still. And the poor teachers try to calm them down and you're just like, <laughs> Hey guys, let's get back. So I've taught Julie Marcelino's first grade class at Rousseau several times. And they gave me, this. I don't know if you can see it very well, but they gave me this booklet. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Papa Randy. They call me Papa Randy. That's so but you're right. They are squirrely. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't require them to. Well, at first, they all come up to the front of the classroom and sit on the floor. But then, you know, one of them decides to get up and scratch her, you know, behind her ear and, you know, go get a pencil. I don't know. But but anyway, it's 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 fun. It's fun. And then two do it and then four do it. Next thing you know, you're herding cats. <laughs> it's tough. I, I'm a middle school basketball coach. So I get the sixth grade end of it, not maybe the elementary end quite as much. But even seeing some of those kids grow up from away, you know, see them from where they first started to where I got in the middle school. That's awesome. Jade, when you got into the, the volunteering, was it scary at first? Were you excited? What was your what was your attitude like when you first were approached? to? It, know, was, it was both of those emotions. I was really scared because my first class time, they prep you. And but then once when you get into that classroom, it's like the first time that I was an adult 
being back in the classroom. And I was like, oh no, this is a different experience. What if I mess up? But after that, it's fine. And the thing that I do love is that the kids are also nervous too. And then by the end of your session with them, they're your best friends and they want you to come back again and again. So, I mean, they're shy at first and I was nervous at first, but we were best friends at the end of it. So I think I said this a while ago, but anytime an adult in addition to the teacher is in the classroom, mm -hmm. it has a positive impact on the kids. Why do you think that is? Because research tells us that, but I think it's because of a positive uh, example. And it's not that parents aren't positive examples, but here's another adult in my life. That, oh, and, and they're teaching me something and, and being nice and so forth. So, but, uh, I, uh, I brought along a little bit of research that I have done. There's a woman named Lisa Demore that's written a number of books and has studied adolescence. Mm. And I, you know, we've talked about elementary, but J.A. has uh, junior and high school, junior high and high school or middle school. But Lisa says the single most powerful force for adolescent mental health is a strong relationship with a caring adult. And, you know, maybe uh, working with a, an elementary kid isn't your isn't your gig, but you go into a high school, we've got economics courses, finance courses, business courses, go into a high school, you can really touch a, a student's life and make an impact. Lincoln.ja.org, if you're interested in uh, helping make that impact, it's right there on the top, how you can get started. It spells it out for you right there. If you're interested in volunteering, or if you're with a school, uh, your teacher, and you want JA to come into your classroom, it's the same link, lincoln.ja.org. Let's talk about the teachers for a second. You said you've been in the same classroom for all 15 years now. Mm -hmm. What's it like, you know, being someone that comes in, you know, is it instead of the teacher, is it alongside the teacher? What's that relationship like in the classroom? Uh, always for me, it's been alongside the teacher. Uh, and especially it's, it's more the case now. Uh, have you, did you teach with paper? Or I did, did you just online? Yes. No, I've taught with paper and then we okay. transitioned to the PowerPoint presentation. Because Lincoln has the distinction of being the very first junior achievement unit in the country that went totally online. Mm. And all of the curriculum now is online. So you have to have the teacher there to kind of run the computer and, and that, that kind of a thing. But no, I think it's, I see it as a partnership. Uh, and usually uh, the teacher does something to kind of prepare the students uh, right. depends on the, the age level, but you know, they do everything from saying now, Randy Bretz is going to be here and you call him Papa Randy, or, you know, they, they kind of set up the curriculum in, in high school. Do you view it the same way, Jade? Yes, I do. The teachers, I feel like with the younger kids, they do a really good job at calming them down, preparing yeah. the kids for you to walk in the class, for them to settle down, be serious, pay attention to the board, because now everything's a PowerPoint. So they have to really focus on the front of the classroom. So and teachers are all great, too. Do you view yourself when you go into the classroom as a teacher, as a different teacher or just, you know, someone from the outside that's here to help them learn if there's a distinction there? I want to say all of the above because you're there for a reason to teach them about the material that JA, you know, that mm -hmm. JA outlines for them. But then also you're a visitor, you're somebody fun, and you're also an adult too. So like you said, I mean, kids, that positive enforcement with somebody besides their parents and their teachers, it's just a good combo. And, and in your case, for example, you go in and you say, I work at a bank. Yes. 
and they begin to see, you know, maybe dad, uh, you know, who knows what dad does or mom. And, but here's somebody else. Oh, you can work in a bank, you know, cause when I was growing up, uh, you know, all you thought about was what your mom and dad did and, and for jobs. So how, I see that positive. How, how important is it for the kids to get that, that breadth of experiences in, in the classroom? Is it more important as they're older, maybe compared to when they're younger? I think it's important from day one. I mean, I, I go into the first grade classroom and, and, uh, I think the kids walk out of there with some things that, I mean, I got cards from these guys and, and I couldn't believe some of the words they used. Uh, there, there's some, you know, $10 words in here that I, that some of my adult friends don't use. I, we appreciate now first grade. Did you know the word appreciate? I would like to think I did, but I can't say that honestly. I don't think I did. I knew, I knew, uh, 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 but what was the dog that we had a dog and a cat and a, a boy and a girl and a, you know, I didn't know words <laughs> like that. We appreciate you coming to our classroom. And anyway, that's fantastic. Kids are great. You know, their, their little brains can still absorb so much. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's incredible too, because in some other weeks we've gone over the content a little bit and I mean, you know, from this vantage point, it seems simple enough, but for these kids learning a new concept, just as a different part of their school day, it's incredible how much they pick up. Yeah, I want to highlight on that. So kindergarten, they teach the basic foundations. And one of the sessions is once and needs where it's like you want a toy car, but you need water or shoes to wear on your feet. And I've had a kindergarten teacher come back to me. She's emailed me about two months after I've been done with that class. And she says that her students still use wants and needs. And that just made my heart so happy because it's, you know, and when they're in kindergarten, it's like, are they really paying attention? But they do. They do absorb the information even at that young of an age. Yeah. In the younger years, you teach them about community mm -hmm. and about family mm -hmm. because kids have such a, a variety of family backgrounds. And uh, we talk about, the, you know, various families and, and uh, what the community is like. You know, a lot of them don't even think about, well, who runs the grocery store? It's just a place where, you know, I go and with mom or dad and, you know, what about the gas station or well, police? Where do they come from and how do they fit in and so on? That's awesome. We're here in the Junior Achievement Show on 93.7. The ticket, Randy and Jade along for the ride. We'll step aside, take our first break of the show. We'll be back with uh, more from our two amazing volunteers next. Now, back to the Junior Achievement Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and the Ticket FM. That's right. We're off on the Junior Achievement Hour. Wonderful Thursday night. Dance party going on. <laughs> Randy, you fit in really well on Sunday nights with Ricky Simmons. That's what he likes to do. Oh, okay. I'll come in on the Sunday nights with Ricky Please Simmons. Please do. Eight I'll to dance. nine. But I, I, you know, I'm an old white guy. Do you think I can really dance? Oh, yeah. I, I used oh, to yeah. do the twist in high school, but that's about it. Here's the thing about Ricky. He always says he knows he can't dance, but he likes to think he can, so he does it anyways. Oh, okay. It's mental. If you think you can dance, if you're having a good time, let it rip. You'll fit in great with Ricky. <laughs> That's not it. what my wife says. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen to Ricky. Ricky, Ricky's positive. He's inspirational. It'd okay. be great. So All eight right, to nine, Ricky. eight to nine on Sundays. Pop by, start dancing with Ricky. All right, I'll do that. Um, something you mentioned last segment, Randy, that I, I really want to touch on is you said $10 words from first graders. And... <laughs> I think that's just incredible in its own right. But there's a lot of education about words throughout, you know, 
elementary school through middle school through high school and college. There's a lot of education about mm -hmm. words, mm -hmm. not as much about the $10 part. How important is it for, you know, these kids to get their hands on financial literacy, you know, starting even in kindergarten? Oh, I see where you're going there. I thought you were going to talk about vocabulary. You're oh, talking no, about, no, no. <laughs> well, you should, you should ask her because she's the banker. But we'll get to the actual I can, numbers. I can barely, balance, I can barely yeah. balance my checkbook. But Join the club. Actually, uh, there, a lot of the JA curriculum is on finance. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've got it, some of it listed here. But there's an entrepreneurial segment and business uh, planning and business finance. And I've actually taught a couple of those in, at the high school level. So there's some of that. But most of the elementary curriculum is on family it's on the community it's on businesses you know what general businesses so i didn't answer your question because i can't remember what you asked me it's all good <laughs> but um the financial part like there's not as much of the you know the life skills the the actual how to work with money what it means and even if you're not you know learning about hard you know numbers here's how to you know balance your checkbook or whatever you're learning about how you know transactions work in a community and the, the wants and needs stuff how important is that, you know, for kids to get their hands on when they might not otherwise? I think that's one of the great things that Junior Achievement has to offer is we are volunteering and we're going into that classroom and we're teaching them about their finances or about their career or about their community that mm -hmm. the school system might not have exposed them to. So I do think it is really beneficial for these Junior Achievement volunteers to come in and just imply those thoughts to, you know, the children. And also we go through vocab words throughout the sessions too. I mean, each grade has a little bit more of a higher vocab level than the grade below. So it's all very age sensitive. So, you know, there's one thing, uh, I don't know if you participate in it, but they did a stock market challenge. The, the, and, the group we had in last week, uh, the FBLA team from Lincoln Southwest won the national stock yeah, market challenge. Yeah, I was going to talk mm -hmm. about that. But that's the kind of thing that you're talking about, too, of learning how the stock market works. I didn't learn that in college or, or even in high school or anywhere. And uh, But that's one of the things that JA does. Mm -hmm. So I, I can only assume, Jade, since you're in banking, mortgages and whatnot, you're a numbers person. Is that fair to say? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not a math wizard. No, but I can do simple math. And thankfully, that's what junior achievement is. We're not you're doing. A, you're a customer relations person. I can tell. I was a teller for four years. Yes. Yeah, you're yes. A customer relations yes. Person. yes. Thank you. But yes. Um, I'm not, we're not doing calculus and junior achievement. So <laughs> numbers. Is that important to make it not feel heavy, like a class or like, you know, big math is important to give it a different feel for the kids? I think so, because I think it's a little break from their actual schooling and mm -hmm. they're learning something without, I think, really knowing that they're learning something. They're really absorbing the material. And I think junior achievement does a really good job at outlining the class sessions and mm -hmm. it's just each class session because it's Monday through Friday. So you have five class sessions for the younger, the elementary school, and you're just building onto the previous class session. So it all kind of flows. And I think that really helps the kids absorb everything that you're presenting to them. And it just all clicks and just seeing everything makes sense when you're going through those sessions and seeing the kids really involved mm -hmm. and absorb it. And I think junior achievement does a really good job at constructing their 
curriculum? The curriculum has changed for second grade, but when I taught it for a number of years, we used to make donuts for second yes. day. Yes. They Why? loved it. Make donuts? Yes. Well, it was. Can I go back to second grade? It, <laughs> it was a paper donut, and they oh. would color the center of it if this is cherry or if it's raspberry or, or whatever. And then at the end, you would pay them how many donuts you made. Mm. And everybody got $3 or whatever it was. I think it was a dollar for how many donuts you made. But then you had to, I thought it was three, and then you took one back for tax. You took one back for the default or the ones that weren't. Oh, okay. Well, then then uh, it's been a while since I taught second grade, but we used to pay him, I think, $3. We take one back for tax. This is how they learn what tax is for. Well, wait a minute. I earned this. Yeah, but we need tax money to pay. Who pays your teacher? Tax money. Right. Mm. Who pays for the policeman? Tax money. Who pays for the fireman? And, and so on. And so they learned finances, that kind of a thing, too, of, you know, how taxes work and that kind of a thing. You had me really excited about the donuts for a second. Still, <laughs> they're paper donuts. So. Yeah, it's still fine. <laughs> but, but they but they learned, they learned uh, you had one that was tearing them out of the page, one that would apply and something else. And so they learned a little bit about production. Uh, of you know, like a, you have in a factory. I want to talk about a couple of guys. If please, you don't, if you don't please, mind. your show. I want to show this picture. I don't know if you guys can see this, but that's uh, Ken on the left. Or no, Ken on the right, and Harvey on the left. And uh, back in January, Harvey walked into a board meeting. And he said, "Well, this is the start of the fiftieth year of me being on this board." Well, that says a couple things to me. Number one. He's a dedicated guy. And number two, he really believes in J.A. But I thought, oh, there's a story there. I'm a storyteller. You're a banker. I'm a storyteller. And so I got these two birds together and, and interviewed them and uh, asked about, you know, what they did and so forth. And Harvey said, well, the best decision I ever made on the board was to hire Ken Carlson. Ken ran J.A. for 32 years and just retired a couple of years ago. So. Anyway, that was in the Journal Star. Most of your listeners probably don't even read the paper anymore. But uh, <laughs> might, might subscribe online still, <laughs> if that counts. I don't look know. up jalincoln.org, uh, uh, and you can find it on their Facebook page, too. You've been on the board for 15 years. What have you appreciated about that, that opportunity? A uh, couple of things. Uh, I'm glad you asked. One is I've gotten to know people in other companies. Brad Crane at Union Bank. Yes. I would never have met Brad Crane at Union Bank. Harvey Schwartz. He used to be with a, a, an awards company here in town. Um, trying to think of some of the others, but I just get to know people from other companies that I wouldn't get to know. And another is um, feeling like I am making an impact in education in, in the city of Lincoln. And so that's that's always rewarding. Jade, have you ever, I think we've heard some of the young professionals board. Is that something you'd be interested in potentially? Absolutely. I did apply this year because JA does have their young so, professional board. So we have a board that has old people on it like Harvey and Randy. And then we have young professionals. It's got charming young people like Jade. And yourself, right? I'm not on the young professional board. No. Could have fooled me. I'm on the old professionals board. <laughs> the retired board is whatever I'm on. So, Jade, best of luck with your application. Hope you make it. What would it mean to you to be on the Young Professionals Board? 
I think Junior Achievement does such a good job with impacting the community and the kids involved in the community. And that's one of the reasons why I volunteer for it still is because it's just, you can just see you're just changing, you know, how they view things. And it's just really rewarding. I feel like for both the kids and the volunteers that you're actually making a difference. You can see the impact. And I mean, Randy, you have the numbers and it's not just Union Bank that's making a difference in the community. It's all of these businesses that are making a difference in the community with our kids and, you know, junior achievement. They do all of Lincoln, Grand Island. Um, Kearney. Kearney. That was another one. And I think we got some classes in New York. I uh, got some down in Beatrice now. Mm -hmm. J.A. Lincoln actually has a territory of not all of the southern half of, of Nebraska, but a good good hunk of it wow you mentioned other companies we've got union bank lincoln industries fiserv sand hills global legacy retirement communities molex uh and these are people i wouldn't have met most of these people uh, but i have gotten to know them u.s bank state farm lincoln electric uh and uh, westgate bank and americas so and those are that's just the beginning because there's you go through this i've got the annual report here and you go through this annual report, and it's just full of companies in town that, that support J.A. You know, we haven't talked about J.A. Lincoln is part of an, actually an international organization. Whoa. There are, I don't know how many J.A. programs there are around the country. There's another one up in Omaha, uh, but uh, there are J.A. programs all across the country. And uh, the, the headquarters is actually out in Colorado Springs. And they have a phenomenal staff out there doing curriculum development. So I wanted to bring that. And if you want to touch me after the show, you can. I have actually visited the JA office in Beijing, China. Whoa. There is a oh. JA office. In, well, at least there was. I don't know if it's still there, but there was a there's there was one in J in uh, Beijing, China. You got me curious. I'm going to try to look this up. Okay, look it up. Because I didn't look it up. I, I I should have come a little bit better prepared. <laughs> oh, Randy. Guy, oh. Better prepared. Okay. Come on. Okay, people, look come at this. I got on. I got tons of paper hair. I, 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 I ran through two containers of ink in my printer at home, printing <laughs> all these things out. Or these pictures I have of me in in the different classrooms. And uh, so I was I was really working hard. Did my homework. We appreciate that. Um, okay, so this is from jaworldwide.org. Mm -hmm. Seems about as official as you can get. Uh, through our six regional operating sub uh, centers in Sub-Saharan Africa, the Americas, Asia Pacific, Europe, the Middle East, and North Africa, as well as the United Ooh. States, 500,000 JA volunteers and teachers, 15 million students, 100 countries. There you go. That's jaw-dropping. It, it is quite a program. It is quite a program. I remember when Lincoln, I, I wasn't, I, I've heard the story about when Lincoln got started. Um, oh, shoot. Now I've got a brain freeze here. Uh, Goodyear, the guy at Goodyear in Akron, Ohio, hmm. president or somebody said, uh, talk to the plant manager out here. He said, we need J.A. and Lincoln. Well, I don't know what J.A. is, but I'll do it. I've heard him say this so many times. And that's how J.A. got started in Lincoln uh, over 50 years ago. What is J.A. to you? J.A. to me? Yeah. Well, I just told you, it's an opportunity for me to meet people. 
and I love meeting people. It's an opportunity for me to touch students in the classroom to um, help do something that supports education. So that's what it is for me. JA is in your name. What does it mean to you? It is. JA means to me just giving back to the community. You know, kids are our yeah. future, just setting them up for success, just setting them up to be the best they can be in their careers, financially, just being economically smart too. I know that's mm -hmm. one of the things that JA tries to do too. Um, you know, fifth grade, we talk about international transporting and how there's different things that come all over the world to make our cell phones and cocoa from South Africa. So or South America, my bad. So it's just a great way to just get kids set yeah, up. The program has changed. It used to be the kids would get together and manufacture an item and they would meet in the evenings. Okay. And uh, that's how Lincoln got started. It was Dan Remigio at the Goodyear plant in Lincoln that, that brought it to Lincoln. Uh, and then when I was on the board, we still had some evening programs that we were beginning to do the in-classroom programs. We are in the beginning stages of another transition with uh, BizTown, where kids will get to go to a physical location and actually operate a business, be mayor, hmm. be on a city council, and they'll spend a day there. Be It'll be a, a, a day-long uh, opportunity. We're still raising money for that, and I probably wasn't supposed to mention it because <laughs> we've we're, we, it's not, it hasn't developed very far, but there are biz towns, I think in Des Moines, in Kansas city and a few other cities. Well, if it's other places, it, it ought to come here. Yeah, It will yeah. eventually. So look out for that. And again, if you're interested in getting biz town up and running volunteer with JA, I'm sure that'd go a long way in helping that. Uh, Jane Randy, the guests here on the junior achievement hour, we'll be back with them one final time after this. Now back to the junior achievement hour. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back one more time here on the Junior Achievement Hour. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Uh, Jaden, Randy here. Randy, I want to touch on something real quick that you're just talking about over the break. And I know you did your research. I know you have it all there. <laughs> but you were talking about the community of Lincoln, how it comes together to support. Oh, gosh. I've written just, just how awesome has that been for you to watch and see? When I first moved here in 1979, I could not believe how people knew each other in Lincoln. I came from Indianapolis, a million and a half people in Indianapolis. I came to Lincoln, and of course, it's only 150,000 then, but still. And I thought, not only in Lincoln, but people in Nebraska know each other. I ran into people at, oh, yeah, I know so-and-so in Shadron. Oh, and, and, you know, and Ron and Sarah in Scott's Bluff and, and you know, so Lincoln is incredibly connected. And that's one of the things I think that makes our program in junior achievement so successful because people talk about it. Well, why isn't your company involved? And that kind of a thing happens. That's awesome. Jade, what's your favorite part about junior achievement? What do you appreciate about the program? What's been your favorite part of being involved with it for a couple of years now? Well, besides the kids and how cute they are oh, yeah. and how excited they are to see you. I really do appreciate the staff, including yourself, Randy. But I do think... Um, you know, Keely and Kennedy do a really good job at helping with training. You know, that would be my hang up as a volunteer. What's that first day like? You know, how do I go into it? I don't know what I'm doing. It's not that scary. It's not. I mean, like I said, Keely and Kennedy, they'll walk you through it before you go into the classroom, but 
there's YouTube videos and mm -hmm. it's just really simple. You can print out a guide and let me tell you, I highlight everything in that guide and I go over every single presentation at least twice before I walk into the classroom for a refresher. But I think it's really well put together. And I think the staff at Junior Achievement does a really good job of making sure everything goes smoothly. There's a sample guide. That's for, yeah. I think this is for first grade. I don't know. What. That whole front page would have been highlighted yeah, if it was but, mine. But, but <laughs> With little notes written on this side. It, it's a discussion, 10 minutes. Uh, do the flashcards for the vocabulary, family, neighborhood, business, and so forth. That's what I do. I was like, but switch, it's really good. switch really slideshow, show. You mentioned uh, Keely and Kennedy, and I want to mention double T, Tyson and Tony. Uh, Tony is the new executive director or president, whatever heck she is, and Tyson is the vice president. And th they're the leadership, and the, the staff is just great. It's a, it's a really pretty phenomenal organization or I wouldn't have been involved all these years. What is it that makes the staff so great? What do they do that, that helps the board out? What does the board need for the staff? How do they help their, their volunteers and their staff? Well, the training that uh, Jade mentioned, uh, and they're just so uh, encouraging. Uh, in fact, I'm meeting with Tony on Monday to, I forget what we're going to talk about, but you know, she's open to, for ideas. I, I have, two or three ideas that I've dropped on her. She said, why don't you come in? Let's have coffee and talk about it. So they're open to, to ideas and input and so on. That's awesome. What's your experience been like working with the staff? It's been wonderful. They're always an email away, a phone call away. Before mm -hmm. I started my first class, Kennedy actually came to UBT to drop off my kits because that's when we had those briefcases oh, yeah. with all the material in it. And she walked me through my first session and she said hey if you want me to stop by again i can go through your second session or if you're doing another grade i can help you with that and they just really take their time to help prepare you for your volunteering classroom do you prefer the briefcase or the powerpoint definitely the powerpoint because <laughs> <laughs> the briefcase there was a lot of prepping when you mentioned donut days oh i can't tell you how many things yeah you're, you're just cutting and you're just but yeah the powerpoint is definitely an improvement. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the digital curriculum is is really an improvement. You ask what we like, and I already said I, I enjoy getting to know the people in other companies. But I just feel good when I walk into the classroom. You've talked about yes. that, Jade. Mm -hmm. Of of you know the kids are happy to see you, and I don't act my age. I lay on the floor and goof off with <laughs> them, and you know I have a good time. But I feel like I'm doing something good for them and for the teachers. I get nice thank you notes from the teachers too. Julie Wisdom at, at uh, Cathedral, every year she sends me the nicest thank you notes. Randy, thanks for coming into my classroom. And I've been, you know, going into her classroom for years, but uh, she's just, and um, well, I've already said, I, I just feel like I'm helping education, helping the teachers and the students. Maybe this is putting you on the spot. If it is, no worries. Any favorite stories? From your time at JA, in the classroom, out of the classroom, at events, anywhere. You go first. I'll have to think. Okay. Well, one of my last classes that I taught in this past recent school year, they all made me cards at the end of my class mm. period. And I've had that happen before, too, with another class. And it's just such a nice surprise and just makes you feel so good. And the kids, they're just so cute. They'll draw you the cards and they'll write you, you know, a little note. And I just re remember going home and reading all those cards. And I was like, oh, that's what makes volunteering for JA worth it. So it's a really rewarding experience. Me too. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. <laughs> and I feel that, you know, that 30 minute class time goes by so fast just because you're having oh, fun yeah. and the kids are having fun. And, you know, the teacher, they're still there with you in case you need help. And it's just, I just feel like it's a good experience for everybody. I can't, I can't top that or I can't add to it because uh, I, I love the notes that I get from the teachers and from the kids and, and uh, it just uh, makes you feel good. That's awesome. Again, uh, lincoln.ja.org is the website if you feel interested. If you've been listening the past hour, you really have no reason not to volunteer. They, they do, staff helps you out the whole way. Uh, there'll be people alongside the whole time, it sounds like, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, and there's no rush, right? I mean, you're not going to get started back up till the school year. So get signed up now, not a rush or anything. And from what you guys were saying too, it's companies all around Lincoln. So even if you're the first at yours, you'll be joining. Sounds like an awesome community of people oh, yeah. around Lincoln oh, yeah. that Absolutely. are like-minded. And again, the rewarding feeling that you guys are describing sounds awesome, but it's about the kids, right? It's the next generation yes. getting in the classroom and preparing them for future success. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. Appreciate it. Uh, that'll wrap up the junior achievement hour for the week. Jade and Randy have been with us for an hour. Radio pro now radio pro. <laughs> oh, newbie. Thank well you. Done. Thanks for listening to the junior achievement hour. 93, seven, the ticket more ticket weeknights comes your way next. Mm -hmm.